The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, welcome to another session here of the Kick Pod Dojo. I am your host, Slash Sensei TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, discussing and analyzing certain martial arts based subjects, and also highlighting martial artists' past, present, and future. Alright, so it seems like this summer is um, coming to a close, you know, it's almost over, and yet um, school is almost here. Uh, just um, certain things that you know you want to do before the summer ends. You know you have the end of summer trip or a simple vacation. You know that's probably something I want to do before you know sp- or fall comes up. You know school comes up, traffic is built up, but nevertheless, you know you always want to be ready for the end of the year. So really, uh, and also. I want to at least get my runs in before the weather drops. You know, it's pretty good when I have my energy up when the weather is, like, scorching hot. You know, that's how I am. I get stronger when the weather's hot. And also, the big surprise that I got for this end of the the summer kind of thing, um, the border, the Ukrainian border is set to open um, next week. And, you know, I'm so excited that um, I get to see my Canadian friends as well as uh, my family, my two nieces that I miss so dearly. You know, I always do that video chat with them like once in a while, but um, actually I want to see them in person. And in fact, the Canadian border is opening up soon. I really good to go over there and see them and get to spend time with them. And, you know, that's it's long overdue since this pandemic started. All right, so, yep, I take another trip back to Jesse Inkamp's um, website, or should I say, to his blogs. You know, he's the crying nerd. You know, I have to really, I really have the opportunity to read his blogs and really understand and yet kind of agree with some of the things that he's talking about when it comes to martial arts training. And one article that I came across with is um, three, three most common causes for defeat. So when you think about how easy it's to get defeated, you know, you know, it's not because um, you're not good enough. It's just um, some things that kind of psych you out. Right? In this case, um, there's three things that he talks about that is um, the cause of the defeat. You know, there's one there's you to hear and to tremble. You know, the way you can say Kikiochi. That's like a Japanese word for to tremble, to hear and to tremble. Like you're afraid of your opponent's reputation or any type of reputation in general. Second one is mikusidet. Oh, that's what I'm calling mikusidet. It's to see or to crumble. Or in other words, um, you're afraid of your opponent's look. Or pretty much you're afraid of the look of anything. 
And lastly, you got Futenrin, which stands for the lack of exercise, simply not training enough. So when you think of these three common causes of defeat, you know, these affect our ability to to defeat or be defeated when you think about it. I mean, basically, this is dealing with our three, three of our senses, you know, what we hear, what we see, and how we feel. So, so definitely, this is the three senses. Um, well, when I think of the other two senses, you know, you can't taste defeat. I mean, you can't smell defeat. I mean, one thing you can smell is, like, how hard is a person working? I mean, I guess it's the only thing you can be afraid of. I mean, how a person smells, then <laughs> that you, you can easily be defeated. All right, going to the first one. Like, um, Kiki, Kiki, Kikiochi. All right, to hear and tremble. So the question I got for you is, how many times you hear someone talk about how good someone is? No, we hear things like that all the time. Though, however, do you do research before confirming? Do you take their word for it? Or do you simply deny it like it's just a rumor? I mean, when you think about it, when you do research, when you hear some, when you hear a big name that you haven't heard before, I mean, that's one thing. You do research. I mean, before making a judgment. It's best to do research on what you heard. You know, just think about how you share a post on Facebook. Do you look at Do you look it up, then post it, or just ignore it as if it's nonsense? I mean, here's a good example: Ronda Rousey. I mean, for anybody that hasn't heard who she is, I mean. For for those who don't follow um, UFC, would think that she's an actress or something, <laughs> but yet people know who she is. She's known she's known as the toughest, toughest female fighter in UFC and has an incredible fighting record. You know, who would want to fight her? Not me. I mean, that's the thing you want to think about. You know, you hear about. Somebody being a great fighter, you that you don't have no other desire but to look that up. Like really, I look at like look up like a lot of people, and uh, they even don't turn up or they don't turn up on online or or Wikipedia. That's why I usually look at, but or they don't. Yeah, excuse me, I'm just chewing or something. Or they just don't they just don't appear. I mean, they're known locally or they're just known like someplace else. So that's why you don't see them on online or on the internet. So usually you hear them from somebody, then you know you try to do research. So it's always best to or the other way to look at it is I mean, other than looking on Wikipedia or any other website, you know, you got the um, YouTube. You know, you look up the, that person on YouTube, and uh, you find out who that person is. You see what they do, and then from there, you make a judgment of um, what how you react. 
I mean, are you going to easily be defeated or you're going to beat that person? I mean, the best way to really get a person's like that attention is really you got to have a reputation yourself. Okay? So you want to be able to be heard. All right. So another word it's like usually do you take their word for it? I mean, you don't do the research. I mean, you simply if you hear a story, well, if a story sounds good enough, then would you believe it, it to be true? You know, people have ways to convince others of believing in what they say, exaggerating how a person looks and how they fight. I mean, when you think about it, you know, you say Ronda Rousey is like um, Vegeta's daughter. I mean, she's like a Super Saiyan. I mean, in a way... Yeah, she could be a Super Saiyan, but um, in all actualities, she's not like a Super Saiyan. Well, let's just say she could fight like a Super Saiyan, but no, she's not actually a Super Saiyan. I, mean, I wouldn't honestly take their word for it. All right, just for somebody just to believe that. I mean, really, there's no such thing as Super Saiyan. It's just, um, it's just a cartoon all right, from Dragon Ball Z. Right, but when you think of another person like Chuck Norris, you know, you have all these Chuck Norris facts. People make Chuck Norris facts and make you believe he's invincible because he's well he's well highly known and in a comedic way, you know, it's kinda of convincing. Like, you know, you see like videos of Chuck Norris like on top of two plays doing a split. Now, that seems convincing enough that for him to do it. But nevertheless, uh no, actuality, you know, Chuck Norris is not really the most powerful person in the world. I mean, in people's minds he is, but, you know, he definitely has a good reputation. I mean, real good man. The fact that he created an organization that really gets people over and really shows them the way of what a good martial artist is supposed to look like. All right, so, and another thing. It's just a rumor. I mean, how many times you say, if somebody tries to give you like a story like they made up and you're saying it's just a rumor. Like some people aren't easily convinced than other people would, even though they do research. You know, history is the same, but you know, yet said differently. Even stories are altered, have altered endings, alternate endings. Depending on how people like the the first story, you know, yeah, people can convince you, and it's easy to be an app, it's easy to be a black belt, but it, it really isn't. All right, so how are you gonna convince somebody that being a black belt is easy when you know it you knows it's hard work? You know, you hear that a lot, but you know, it's convinced. You know, I'd rather be convinced that being a black belt is a challenge. But if you just tell them that it's easy, then, you know, then, <coughs> yeah, you're convincing them, excuse me, you're just convincing them to waste their money on something that's going to really bring them down. So, worst thing this dude could tell somebody is being a black belt is easy. All right, so, yeah, that's usually what McDojo's would tell you. It's like, you can get your black belt within a year of knowing that it's going to take longer than that. I mean, if you don't have the money to spend to get a black belt, then nevertheless, you won't get the black belt from that McDojo. Right. 
All right, moving on to the second. Moving on to the second um, cause of defeat. And you got the, um, to see and crumble. So, so Miku, Mikuser, Mikuser. Yeah, there we go. Mikuser. That's it. That's how you say it. Mikuser. To see and crumble. Now, how many of you get nervous after seeing how someone looks or just meeting somebody? You'll be basically biting your tongue. You basically bite your tongue because, you know, the sight of someone is speechless. Yeah, like I said, you know, when I competed, you know, your head advice, I mean, I've really tried to pay attention to who's in my division. And yet, um, you know, if, that, if, that, if it's that person that's like a world champion, and, you know, that's somebody that to, to really fear and really not to tap out. You know, I see a lot of these guys when I go to the convention in Vegas, you know, I see them, they're like among the best spires, you know, and... I try to train hard to make sure that I'm like equally equal equally to their level, but yet, you know, that's not gonna happen. You know, this is easily get easily you can easily get beat. But nevertheless, you know, to look at somebody and really fear that they're gonna really knock you out, I mean that's the cause of defeat. But in this case you wanna be wanna be ready for something like that. Alright, so well, think about it. When you meet somebody for the first time, like, what's your impression of them? You know, definitely, like, really, for this convention, you know, I want to meet as many people as possible. But, yeah, it's, um, in some cases, you know, I have my doubts of them. Like, really, what is this person like? What, what, can, what can they do? All right, so, yeah, definitely. All right. So, all right. So, we, we, I, well, the way Jesse M. Camp would put it, like you said, for example, fighting a black belt can be ten times harder than fighting a blue belt just because of the blue belt color. Your mind is fixed upon the belt color, building fear. The truth is, blue belt could be ten times better than a black belt. A belt is actually not a good way to measure skill. More of a, more that some other time I mean we think about it really when you fear a black belt I mean somebody anybody could wear a black belt nevertheless but but yet do you fear them because they're a black belt or do you fear them because of how they look in a black belt I mean honestly like anybody could buy a black belt on Amazon and yet you know they can convince people that yeah they're a black belt but you know, yet you ask them who trained, they tr who trained them, and they say, nobody trained me. I'm self-taught. It's like look at this way, you know, you have a better chance of defeating that person if you're well trained in the in a cry dojo versus that person just buying them off of Amazon and saying that they're a black belt. You know, I remember talking about this before when um. There was um, that YouTube video of a guy saying that he's a black belt in um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and yet he gets killed by a <laughs> he gets beat by a, like a six-year-old or a six or seven-year-old lower belt. I mean, that's just one thing. Okay, so yeah, just uh, when you see somebody like you know you see somebody who would be more fearful, you know somebody that 
<laughs> wears a tie and suit and looks very well dressed or somebody that wears tattoos and a mohawk who would be who would be more fearful honestly the per person with tattoos and a mohawk and yet they're muscled they're like dieseled so really that's the way to look at it well how many people actually fear chuck norris i mean after hearing all the facts or watching his movies you know for me you know that's to say you know for chuck norris being famous and all that you know i want to try to at least be careful you know well one thing i mean even that he's in his 80s you know he could still probably put you down i mean so definitely you never doubt anybody you know it's real but really honestly i gotta say this i love chuck norris I mean, for one, he's, other than being a good instructor or a good black belt, maybe he's a good family man. I mean, his, two of his kids are masters now. I mean, really, the way I see it, I mean, if you want to avoid this type of defeat, as well as, like, the first defeat of the here and tremble, and that yeah, you see and crumble, I mean, you, one thing, you want to create a, a reputation so people can hear it. And then they were like, they're talking about you and they, it gets around. And then, you know, people don't fear you. You know, they, they're the ones that really ask for you to ask for your help. Or yet, when people see that you have a good reputation, you know, they see your look. And then they say, this person is yet not to be messed with. You know, that's, like I said, either you be defeated or, or defeat somebody. All right, so now going to the last one, which is uh, futen, Futenren, which is lack of exercise. Well, <coughs> no, it's been said many times to me, like really, if you don't train, then how are you supposed to be ready for a fight? I mean, one thing, exercise is, uh, is essential to martial arts training. And if you don't have that exercise or have that routine to really get in shape, then you really are giving that person a reason to beat you. All right. So one thing you're going to, you're going to get somebody that's well conditioned, well fit versus you that doesn't even take the time to go to the gym or exercise ends up get, getting being the one that gets defeated. All right, so one thing to look at it, like, if you watch UFC, now, how many times you see people, they, they're, like, jacked, and then you got this person that has, like, their stomach popping out. I mean, one thing, you know, you know simply just in, insufficient training, you know, that's just thing, you know. If you see that person that's, like, not in shape, well, likely that person that's not in shape will likely win, but that's not going to happen. But nevertheless, you know, you want to at least get through this, get through training before you do it. Well, mostly for not for just fighting, but just for testing. Now, I tell these kids like many times that you got to train, know your stuff. I mean, usually half of them don't even train, and the next you know, they they get lost. Right. Okay. All right. So just reviewing these three three um causes of defeat you know you got um to hear and to tremble you know you hear somebody's reputation and then all of a sudden you do research 
or you take somebody's word for it or you just think it's a rumor and you just ignore it well the first thing you want to do is think of it as a rumor right usually people are posting their stuff on youtube or on facebook and you know you see how they fight and then you like boom wow that person knows how to hit and then of course uh then the next one you have um to see and to tremble all right, or to crumble, all right, you see that person how they is, like, you don't see them fight, you don't see them, you just look at their appearance and say, I'm not fighting that person, but yet, that's how it is, that's how it's look, you know, it's easy to be fearful of somebody that's, like, really muscled, like, you know, mostly these pro wrestlers, you know, you meet them in person, it's like, you're, you're fearful, it's like, what are they going to do, are they going to do what their character does on TV, or they're just a nice guy. Oh, that's the thing. Also, you got uh, the last one, the lack of exercise. You know, you must exercise if you want to at least be the best at what you do. If you don't exercise, then chances are that's you're going to easily be defeated, no matter how good you say you are. You know, not having enough exercise is definitely a bad turn. All right, so you want to really think about it. Before you go against any any odds, like go against fighting somebody or go for a, a test, like a black belt test. Hey, okay. all right. So I'm gonna at least end this um, quickly. No, honestly, you know I've been feeling drowsy as of lately. You know, trying to get rid of this cold. All right, so I want at least tune in and give you a good episode next week. And make sure you tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I want you to tune in next time for another episode here at the Kickbot Dojo. And yet, I might have a guest next week. So let's see how that goes. So definitely, I'm going to interview somebody from my um, organization. Remember, I want to talk about this convention and get their thoughts and feelings of it. And make sure I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickbox Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out.